You don't want to work all these years and then get to the end and realize, oh gosh, I don't have enough money to live off of one. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy Podcast. My name is Ulita Shree, and today we're going to talk about basic money skills every millennial should know. Without further ado, let's get into this. <laughs> Every millennial should know how to control their money. So the first thing I wanna talk about is money management. So the questions you need to ask yourself is, do you know how much money you bring in each month? And where is all of your money going by the end of the month? If you don't know the answer to these questions, then you need to learn the art of budgeting. All a budget is doing is making sure that the money that you earn, that you put it where you want it to go. The next thing you'll need to know how to do is to handle your credit. When was the last time you checked your credit report? Did you know you can check your report free at annualcreditreport.com every year for free to see what your credit report looks like. And currently with the pandemic, you can check it every week through the credit bureaus for free until April, 2021. So now that you are able to get your credit report, what do you do? Do you understand how to read your credit report? Do you know what to look for in terms of discrepancies? And do you know how to file a claim if you need to? If not, these are things that you need to know. And a lot of times I also hear people talk about credit scores, but do you actually know how your credit score is calculated? Because that's also equally important. If you don't know how your credit score is calculated, then you could actually have a higher score if you knew things you could tweak in order to get there. So make sure you understand how to get and how to read and how to dispute your credit report and also how to understand your credit score so that you can determine how high or how low your credit score is going to be. Now, the next thing that you need to understand for controlling your money is how debt works. And the first question you'll need to ask is how much debt do you have? Do you pay annual fees? What is your interest rates? And how much and how often are you paying off your debt? If you don't know the answer to these questions, then you need to start first by sitting down, taking out pen and paper, and you need to start digging deep to find these answers. Now, when it comes to how much and how often you're paying off your debt, this really helps because you want to pay more towards your principal, which is the money you actually borrow, and pay less in the interest. So if you're paying only the minimum balance every month, that schedule basically is making sure you pay the maximum amount of interest on the debt that you borrow. So what I recommend is always paying more than a minimum balance, even if it means only paying $5 extra a month. But a word of caution, you want to read the fine print for the debt that you take out because some providers will actually penalize you for trying to pay off your debt early. Always read the terms of agreement before taking out any loans. And the last thing that you need to know how to do to control your money is having an emergency savings fund. If you don't know what emergency savings fund is for, then we need to start there first because understanding this is crucially important. Basically, what this means is if you lost your job right now, how long can you survive with the money that you currently have saved in your savings account? If you can't survive past the next 24 hours, then you are in deep trouble and we need to get your emergency savings fund built very quickly. Another reason why you want to have your emergency savings fund, besides the fact that you could potentially be homeless if you lost your job, think about other emergencies you might have, such as if your tire blows out, if you're in a pandemic and you need to try to stock up on food, always having that extra cash is really, really important. Now, the next category I want to talk about is why every millennial should know how to protect their money. If you know how to make money, then you might want to know how to protect your money because if you don't know how to protect your money, 
then there goes all those hours wasted. So the first thing you'll want to know is how to protect the people that you love. Now life insurance primarily is used for people who depend on you. That if something happens, they can still survive without having to worry about any type of financial hardships. The recommended amount of money that you would need is 10 times your salary. Those dependents are going to need money for a house, food, clothing, insurances, college. The big takeaway here is making sure you buy adequate amounts of life insurance to make sure you protect the people that you love. Now the next type of insurance that you'll need to protect yourself is auto insurance. A lot of people think it's a scam, but I can tell you it's only a scam until you actually need it. What you need to first find out is what is the legal amount that you need to have for your state. Each state varies, but knowing the legal amount can help you because if you have a car accident and you don't have the minimum legal amount that your state recommends, you may be at risk for having to come out of pocket to pay for any damages or any medical bills for not only yourself, but for the people that you may injure and the property that you may damage. Make sure you understand how your auto insurance works and make sure you have it so that you're protected. Next, you'll need to think about health insurance. Whether you're covered through your job, the government, private insurance, you pay cash, these are all great options because medical bills is probably the most expensive thing that people come out of pocket for when they're least prepared. So you wanna make sure you're always prepared by having health insurance because none of us know if or when we might get sick. At the very least, at least make sure you take care of the preventative side of your health, such as going to the dentist at least two times a year, getting your vision checked once a year, going to get your annual checkup, so your annual physical, and going to get your skin checked for any type of skin abnormalities or skin cancer. The big takeaway here is just making a hedge against getting sick and accumulating expensive medical bills. Now, the other thing you want to think about is your retirement fund. So whether that's a 401k, 403b, 457b, Roth IRA, you need to make sure you have some type of retirement plan because you don't want to work all these years and then get to the end and realize, oh gosh, I don't have enough money to live off of one. You want to make sure that as you are in your best working years, that you are putting as much money away as possible so that when you are retired, you don't have to come out of retirement just so you can go back to work to try to make a living. So make sure you properly plan for retirement so that you don't run out of money and that you'll have enough money to last you for the rest of your life. And then the last thing are taxes. First of all, you don't have to be a CPA or an accountant or a tax preparer but you do need to have these basic skills such as knowing how to fill out a W-4 or a 1099 form. And basically these are forms that is going to tell your employers how much money you want deducted from your check every single month. Also, you want to find out which tax bracket you are in. Another question you'll need to ask is, does your state have state taxes? Because if they do, you have to account for that because that's less money in your pocket and more money in theirs. And then lastly, if you have something like a business or a 1099 form, meaning you are a contractor, are you able to save with deductions? And do you know what those deductions are? It's a really good idea to understand what those deductions are to see if you qualify, because if you do, you wanna keep track by maintaining your receipts, you wanna have a call log or a driving log or anything that's gonna help you to be able to make sure that if you are audited, you can prove that you indeed deserve those deductions. And if you're unsure and you qualify, I always say take the standard deduction route 
which the standard deduction route currently is $12,000 for people who are single and $24,000 for people who are married. So making sure you know those basic things about taxes can really help you to protect your money. Now that you know how to control your money and protect your money, the last thing you'll want to know how to do is to grow your money because it's not enough to go to work every day to trade time for money. So one of the things I recommend is running a business. Now before I get started with that, let me just explain. Running a business is different from being self-employed. With being self-employed, you have a, a trade or you have a craft that you do, but in order for you to make money, you actually have to be present and trade time for that money. A business can run without you. Either you hire people to work for you or you have systems in place that can make money for you even when you're on vacation and even when you're asleep. The next thing would be paper assets. And paper assets mean that these are assets that can accumulate money for you, but they are not tangible. So you can't actually touch them. And these would be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, just to name a few. And even though most would not put this in a category, I would even say crypto should fall under paper assets just because you can't actually touch it. The next thing would be physical assets. And physical assets are tangible things that when you buy it, you can actually hold on to it. Physical assets would be things like real estate. And there's the commercial real estate. There's multifamily. There's single family homes. There's all type of real estate you can buy, land, etc. When you buy it, you can tangibly touch it. And that's the beauty of having real estate. Now, other physical assets would be gold. And although gold is different because gold does not actually grow your money for you, in a way, I guess this could actually fall under protect because it protects against inflation. In the event that the dollar gets inflated or the economy crashes, you still have a sufficient amount of money saved with your gold, your physical gold bar. The next thing would be OPM or other people's money. So you can actually grow your money by having a good network of people. Because if you have a good network of people, if ever you need to have money for say your business or you wanna buy some assets, you can go to them and they'll probably just take a percentage of whatever you are investing in. And so it's always good to have OPM as a backup plan. So think about Shark Tank. If you've never seen Shark Tank before, I highly re recommend watching that show so that you can understand the power of other people's money. And then the last way you can grow your money is to either sell or buy a business. So you can sell your business if you grow it to a point where say you only invested a few thousand dollars, but now this is a multi-billion dollar company. And you say, you know what? I don't wanna run this company anymore. I'll sell either some shares or I will sell the company altogether and I'll just keep the profit. So that's an option. You also have the option to buy businesses. So there are a lot of baby boomers who are retiring and they just don't want to run a business anymore. It's already operable. It's shown that it's profitable. So what you can do is actually go and buy those businesses and you can make profit that way. So it's a way to grow your money without you having to take up too much of your mental space to figure out the model structure and what works and what doesn't work. So there you have it. Basic money skills every millennial should know. If you want to take this a little further, I have a course in the description box called Control Your Finances Already. You can go ahead and get started today. Also, if you haven't already, consider subscribing to this channel and sharing with a friend. Until next time, I will talk to you later.